Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. Hey everyone, it's Sherry Stahl, host of Soul H2O Radio and the podcast show. I'm so excited you've tuned in for today's episode. We're going to help you get your praise on, sing a little, maybe even dance. This week features an interview with my globetrotting friend, Dr. Marina McLean. Marina is a speaker, Christian recording artist, songwriter, and award-winning author. Marina's life and ministry inspires others to give God praise. Downloadable Soul H2O journal pages help you dive deep into the teaching segment and quench your spiritual thirst. They can be found on today's show notes at soulh2o.com slash 44, along with information about our guest. So let's dive in to today's Soul H2O devotion and get refreshed. When I was younger, my big Fletcher family used to get together for dinner a lot more. Back then, we threw more parties, and with my family, it's always been the more the merrier, so there was lots of fun and lots of cleanup needed. For some strange reason, my cousin Kelly and I often ended up in the kitchen together doing dishes. Might have been something to do with the fact that we're both firstborns and taking on extra work seems to be the modus operandi for people born in that birth order. But whatever the reason, Kelly and I could be found working away in the kitchen and inevitably we would be listening to music or if there wasn't music, we would start singing. It could be anything from worship to Bon Jovi or even this crazy country song that my grandfather used to listen to called Shoestring. There's just something about singing that makes you happy and even helps you to get through doing such menial tasks. Snow White's Seven Dwarfs knew exactly what they were talking about when they sang the song Whistle While You Work. Music has the power to change your mood and the atmosphere around you. When you add the spiritual element to music, it becomes praise, and that's what literally sets you free. Psalm 95 verses 1 to 2 in the voice translation says, Come, let us worship in song a joyful offering to the Eternal. Shout, shout with joy to the rock of our liberation. Come face to face with God and give thanks with loud and joyful voices. Praise Him in songs. Liberation is not found in your position, your relationship status, your bank account balance, or your government. Liberation is found when you get your praise on. The times in my life when I've been at my lowest and I've chosen to put on music, praise God, and even dance around my house like a crazy person, that's when I've experienced God's liberation in the midst of challenging circumstances. I know this is truth, and so did Nehemiah. In the book of Nehemiah, you can read how he was the one leading the Israelites in rebuilding the city walls after complete desolation. They were working under severely difficult circumstances. Life was rough for all of them. They had to work with building materials in one hand and a sword for protection in the other. They were daily facing constant opposition and were struggling to get anything done. 
In Nehemiah chapter 12, God reminded him, and then he in turn reminded the people of how back in the days of David and Asaph, they used to have worship leaders who led the people in songs of praise and thanksgiving to God. It tells how Nehemiah reinstituted the positions of worship leaders because he recognized the power of putting your focus on God and thanksgiving about what he's done through praise. To many, taking the time to institute a whole worship ministry while you're in the middle of a massive building project wouldn't make any sense. But Nehemiah had read the Psalms. I'm sure he'd read Psalm 95 verse 1 and 2 like we just did and recognized the secret sauce to freedom wasn't in working harder, but in praising God while you work. Miraculously, history records that they built this wall around the city with the greatest of opposition while building a worship ministry in 52 days. Literally not humanly possible. But with God, all things are possible. So I pray if you find yourself in what seems to be an impossible situation, facing opposition on every side, if your work is wearing you down or your health is keeping you sick, remember this devotion. Remember Psalm 95 verses 1 to 2. Remember Nehemiah and the people rebuilding the wall. And remember to get your praise on. The communities, churches, and businesses that we love were built on a foundation of perseverance and on the backs of those who worked together. Because when we work together, we all go further. Right now, for a limited time, Joy Radio campaigns go further too. Call Patricia at 905-845-2821. And find out how you can receive 50% more on your Joy Radio commercial campaign. Connect with Joy Radio's growing network of GTA Christians and get 50% more for a limited time. Call 905-845-2821 to learn more. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. Well, today you're in for a treat. Dr. Marina McLean is a keynote speaker, Christian recording artist, songwriter, and award-winning author. She's spoken in 25 countries, and as a keynote speaker, she loves challenging individuals to court the presence of the Lord by using their voice prints and unique expression of worship. Well, that's the official bio, and it's really impressive. Honestly, there's even more, but I think the most impressive thing about Marina is not on her bio sheet, but found by everyone who meets her. I met Marina at a Christian Women in Media conference about six years ago, at which time I experienced a Marina hug. And although it's not on her official bio, Dr. Marina McLean is a hugging pro and spreads her skills wherever she goes. <laughs> Welcome to the world-class hugger, Dr. Marina McLean. Marina, great to have you here. Sherry, I think I'm going to put that definitely written into my bio and as a quoted by Sherry. Thank you so much. What a lovely opportunity. Well, you know, sometimes the bio, it it lists, you know, all of people's accomplishments and yours really, I could go on a lot longer about all the accomplishments, the things that God has had you do. 
but to also, you know, know a bit about the person. And I think if people get to know you as soon as people meet you one time, I guess maybe not so much during COVID, but, uh, <laughs> you know, once COVID is over, I look forward to getting one of those Dr. Maureen oh, McLean hugs yeah. again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so there is this warm presence beyond all the accomplishments. And we really have gone to know each other a little bit more because I'm from Canada. You are in the U.S. and you mm -hmm. hold the position of the Vice President of International Outreach for Christian Women in Media. And so we have worked together in that area. But you're not, you know, you are living in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, but you're not originally from there, are you? No, the accent to give it away every single time. I, yeah. I was born and, and raised in London, uh, married and had my children in London, and then we moved to the States um, just over 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. That accent definitely gives it away. I love Absolutely. the accent, you know, <laughs> you just listen to you talk for hours. But yeah, it's such a great accent. And, you know, you have released two really amazing things that people can, you know, ingest. You've got a book, Appetite for Worship, and then you yes. have an album, Encounter with Worship. And your yes. album, that is just so so excellent. And you have three worship albums. Encounter with Worship is your latest. And you wrote it with mm -hmm. your son, Caleb. How amazing was that? Yeah, oh, absolutely. I'm, I'm more excited about it than he is, naturally. <laughs> of course. It's, it's, it's a mom thing. And you get to sing the praises of your son. And then you get to watch everybody else's as he calls it, his community of mothers that um, just lift him up as, as he lifts us up in, in his worship experience. So it was absolute fun. And then I got to do um, different radio interviews with him. And I just, I just sat there like a proud mom, just beaming. So, yeah, it's yeah. absolutely amazing because, you know, you watch and you invest and you don't know which way or which direction your children will go in. But when they... Um, compliment you and work with you in the ministry it's, it's such a I think a, a glory moment just for you and God <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely I think you know every parent just loves to have that relationship with their kids and to be able to work together in something yeah. it's just a real special privilege and on this album you also you wrote the songs Yes, so all all the albums that I've done, I've wrote the songs for them. And then this album, it was the first album that I challenged my son to write um, his own songs. Because I do that in workshops um, mm. around the country, challenging people to, especially songwriters, worship leaders, to write the songs of their house. And so um, that was my challenge for him. And he, and he rose to the challenge. So I, again, I was excited about that too. Oh, yeah. Well, we're going to talk about your book. But first, mm -hmm. can you share with the audience your favorite Bible verse or one that's been speaking to you lately? So um, one of my, there's so many favorites, but mm -hmm. one of my definite favorite is Psalms 45, verse 1. And I just, I just love this scripture. Um, and I'm not going to read the, the introduction of it. I'm just going to read the scripture. It says, my heart is indicting a good matter. I speak of the things which I have made, touching the king, my tongue, is the pen of a ready writer. 
You know, normally we just quickly go over a guest Bible's verse, you know, just kind of lightly touch on it. But today it so relates to what we're talking about in, in worship and giving praise to God. And there's so much in this one little verse that I feel like yes. to kind of unpack it a little bit more for Please. the people. Yeah, like it, this is just a robust <laughs> verse. There's some of these verses you just kind of gloss over. But then if you uh -huh. actually take the time, it's like so powerful. So I think yes. the first little phrase in this verse, it says, my heart is indicting a good matter. And I think maybe yes. some people listening, they might go, what does indicting mean? It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a ground or, or, or present participle. And so for me, that means it's my expression. Um, and, and indicting, it's something that uh, you respond to, especially in, the, I'm using it in this verse and in this context of worship is there's so many things that we see that affects us. And um, when it comes to worship is what has God done for you? When, when, in, the, in this context, what has God done for you that you cannot keep still? You have to uh, express that and using your um, words to express. And it's, when you look at the meaning also, it means a wondrous tale of our Lord. So what has God done for you? There's an old song, um, what have you done for me lately? I went, I went all mm. um, commercial. But um, when you think of the goodness of God, and, and I know many of you know that scripture that says, um, um, morning by morning, new mercies I see. Every morning, um, God gives us something to speak of how wondrous he is. Every morning, God gives us, even if it's just waking up and saying, I have breath today. Uh, my mind is clear today. I've got no pain in my body today. Every day he gives us uh, something to give him praise for. And as a worship leader, I use the scripture a lot, especially in conferences and in um, seminars to get people to express um, what it is that they want to say about God today in this moment right here. And then I get them to put it to music because um I speak of the things which I have made, touching the king. And my tongue is the pen of a ready writer. So every day I have the opportunity to give God an expression that is unique just from me. I can quote the Psalms, but those are David's words. I can quote um, the Apostle Paul, but those are the, the Apostle Paul's words. What are my words to the Father? And that's why I love this Psalm especially when it comes to the area of worship, because it's, it's, I love him so much. And, and you know this, Sherry, wife, we're the ones who say I love you more than, than, we, than our husbands do. And mm -hmm. so if I want to, if I want to uh, really um, stir my husband up, I don't just ask him, I don't just say to him, do you love me? I've learned this over 36 years of marriage now. I say to him, why do you love me? Because uh, mm -hmm. that means he has to say something wondrous about me, and I use I use that term to have to say something wondrous about me, and it's not just my cooking. <laughs> and yeah, that, and I and that's where we that's where we are. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry. Well, I just think like how we long for that from our husbands to hear the mm -hmm. things that they do love about us. God is the same, and and He longs yes. for that. I think it's we we long. You know, we're made in His image, and He has those mm -hmm. same. Uh, feelings of wanting to feel loved and yeah right. and I think even that word indicting so I looked it mm -hmm. up in the dictionary 
And it's to write, to compose, to indict a poem or song. Mm-hmm. It's it's putting it down in writing. And I love how you encourage people in your seminars, in your songwriting mm-hmm. seminars, and help them to actually do that, to indict that good matter, not focusing on yeah. the negative, but focusing on the good and speaking those things out that touch the king, as it says in that verse. Yeah. And, yeah, I, I love the last little part of that verse where it says, my tongue is the pen of a ready writer. I know Absolutely. in another. Absolutely. Yeah. It's kind Absolutely. of like you're sitting on the edge of your seat waiting for something to write about God's goodness. Exactly. Exactly. I like that. I like that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use that one too. I haven't thought about it that way, but I like that. Yeah, it's a good visual. Good. Okay, well, we have to take a break right now and we will come back to talk about your book and just more ways that we can worship God. Hi, my name is Marina McLean and my music pick for Soul H2O Radio is Into the Sea by Tasha Layton. My heart is breaking in a way The communities, churches, and businesses that we love were built on a foundation of perseverance and on the backs of those who worked together. Because when we work together, we all go further. Right now, for a limited time, Joy Radio Campaigns Go Further too. Call Patricia at 905-845-2821 and find out how you can receive 50% more on your Joy Radio commercial campaign. Connect with Joy Radio's growing network of GTA Christians and get 50% more for a limited time. Email sales at joyradio.ca to learn more. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. Well, in the first segment of Marina's interview, we were talking about how we can really worship God with our voice. And Marina, I think no better way to really kind of get words into our mouth to share praise to God is to get into his word. And so maybe if you could share with some of the listeners a Bible study tool or tip that would help them to get into God's word, to have something, you know, that that food for fodder to, to really share praise to God. I think one of my um, Bible study tips is every now and then uh, I challenge myself to read the Bible, um, read throughout the Bible, and I always pick a different version that I would normally do. And this year, um, the version that I picked is the Amplified Bible, and um, it's just blown my mind. Um, some of my favorite scriptures, just hearing it read from the Amplified Bible, and um, give me a better understanding because sometimes we can get so stuck in the one version. I grew up on King James, so I can quote King James off the top of my head, but um, mm-hmm. the Amplified breaks even down the words. And so that would be my tip to give, especially those that are young Christians and even the matured Christians. We get stuck in a rut, but finding a Bible translation that can really inspire us to keep reading. 
That is really good. I had a friend encourage me to change the version that you read, like basically, not that you're not ever going to read out of mm-hmm. another translation each mm-hmm. year. And I've done that for the last, oh, probably five years. And I find it really refreshing. I think that is such a great tip to share with people yes. and to encourage them. And I, I do love the amplified version. It, it, it does expand things. So Truly. your book, yeah, your book, Appetite for Worship, it was relevant when it first came out, but it, it mm-hmm. almost feels to me like it's more relevant to the things <laughs> that are happening now. And, you know, Absolutely. Why, why do you think that worship should play a major role in our Christian walk? Um, because I can remember, I've been a Christian for a long time, but I can remember there are times when I didn't know what to pray or how to pray because of the mm-hmm. situation I was in. And mm-hmm. there was no book written or prayer written for, for what I was walking through that I felt that was relevant. But when it came to praise, um, I'm old school. So I, I grew up on the hymns and now the, the contemporary Christian songs. So there was always a song that could relate, that could lift. And I know that we're wa- walking in unprecedented times right now. The world is facing the same things, the same circumstances at the same time. And worship is the key because to a degree we're secluded. We have more time to ourselves. And instead of being bombarded by news, we can change our environment so quickly with a worship song, even if that worship song is the scripture and um, we are singing a scripture that we love. We, we put into music ourselves in our home. But that really changes the environment. Yeah, it absolutely does. I know that scientists have proven like music goes into a different area of your brain. And even with Alzheimer's patients, they might Mm -hmm. not even remember their name, but they can remember a song that they learned as a child. And I think, you know, we can really when we're so overwhelmed with our circumstances, worship break something in our physical, emotional, Mm -hmm. mental state that just talking doesn't do. And so I think that is so key. You're right in this time of COVID-19 to really um, allow our hearts and our minds to move into worship so that it really sets uh, us free in so many different areas. You know, in your book, you talk about voice print. And can you explain why that's a factor in our worship time? Maybe unpack that a little bit. So I, I love this phrase. Uh, my husband and I um, coined this phrase um, years ago in our teaching. And um, the original sound um, that, that God received from the earth was in Adam in worship. And whether it was in his communication, talking to him or in his singing, but it was his personal voice. And I know the scriptures that everything that hath breath, praise the Lord. But when it's us, humans that were made in his likeness and after his image, it is so important. And I know um, being in worship experiences, some people are very quiet. They don't lift their voice and they are very reserved. But when um, you're in your home and you want to, or in your car, at work, wherever you are, you just want to change the atmosphere. I so believe in changing the atmosphere. Your voice does that. If somebody's angry and their voice print changes the atmosphere and suddenly there is tension if you're upset there's just weight that is in the in the atmosphere because you are upset but when you are joyful 
oh my gosh, just the sound that comes out of you changes the atmosphere. That's why your voice print is unique as it is. It is valuable in the presence of God. Well, Marina, thank you so much for taking the time to share with us about your your music, your book. And I know that if people will get a hold of this book, um, Appetite for Worship by Marina McLean, there's going to be links in the show notes for, for the book, for her music, for her list that you can learn more about her. But you will also learn to use your voice print to give praise to God. So I want to thank you so much for being on the show, Marina. Thanks for being here. Oh, Sherry, it's an absolute pleasure. I I love that I get to uh, meet your audience in this way. Thank you for the opportunity. Thanks for listening to episode 44. I hope you feel super encouraged to get your praise on. If you need another music pick song to help, let me suggest Waking Up by We The Kingdom. I can't listen to that song without dancing and it totally helps me get my praise on. Remember to check out today's show notes for deeper insights and links to find out how to connect with Marina. Come back next week for episode 45 to hear Melanie Stevenson and I talk about soul focus. Where else but here on Joy Radio for the Soul H2O radio show and podcast. We appreciate your support to help Soul H2O Ministries continue and want to thank all of you who partner with us in making this Joy Radio show a reality so people can come and get refreshed. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world.